Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode with the Daily Creed Podcast Show. And today I have James Manley as our special guest who's going to share everything about what's working for him, what's helping him out as he's building his online coaching business. And he has been an online fitness coach for three years while working a nine to five job full time, building a business that he's making almost $10,000 a month doing, making a huge impact, helping people. And I am excited to be able to bring him on here so he can tell you what he's doing now that's helping him to build his online coaching business, but also how he's able to balance life, working a nine to five job and help other people in uh, pursuing his passion for fitness fitness and health. So welcome, James. Thank you so much for joining us on our Daily Creed Podcast show. I'm glad that you took the time to come on and be with us. I know you're a busy guy, have a lot going on, making a huge impact helping people. And I just can't wait to tell everyone your story about what's working for you. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the uh, the awesome uh, welcome to the Creed Podcast. Uh, JR, you've been a huge help for me and my business, as you, you probably already know. Um, but yeah, man, excited to be here. You know, I, I will always take out time uh, of my day to, to, you know, not only, you know, support others that are passionate about what they do, uh, but also to kind of share my story and kind of like pave the way to say, hey, you know, everything that, you know, you put your mind to and dedicate yourself to is possible as long as you believe it. So no, I'm, I'm really pumped to kind of talk through what that's looked like for me. Yeah, but I've been trying to get on you, get you on here for months, man, because you got a story that everyone needs to hear. So this is a, this is a really good treat. So kind of tell us, tell our audience and tell me, about who you are. Tell us on where, how you got started, what got you in this fitness journey and um, a little bit of backstory of why we should even listen to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'll start off by saying this, I come from the most humbling, humbling beginnings. Um, when you think about just like life in general. So, um, I grew up in the inner city here in, in Columbus, Ohio, um, first graduate from my family, uh, you know, from college. Um, and, and ultimately just one to kind of like, you know, if paved the way, if you will, for, for like what's possible, um, in my immediate family. And uh, I, I've always had a passion for just really challenging myself. So uh, one way that, I, that I've been able to do that was through sports. So I've played sports all my life uh, from the age four up until I was like 21, 22. Um, and, you know, I, I ran track, I played football. And those are my two uh, major, uh, major sports throughout my life where um, I was able to get a scholarship to play sports. And that was kind of like my ticket. That was uh, the way to get out of, you know, the current situation I was in. Right. And, and I don't think that I had the worst. Right. There's always someone that has a worse situation than you. And that's kind of like how I've always thought about it. But kind of looking back now as I'm an adult, I'm like, wow, like I actually really pushed myself through some challenging moments in my life. And um, one thing that that kind of like really kept me going was that, you know, I was driven from, you know, uh, pain, if you will. So like I didn't want to be, um, you know, in the in the environment that I grew up in as an adult. Um, I did want to be successful. I knew that there were opportunities out there. I just didn't necessarily know what it looked like. So a lot of what I did was just trial and error, man, and a lot of failures. And ultimately, even up until this point where I am today, there's been trial and error and failures. And I don't expect that I will not fail. Um, and I actually kind of like it more than succeeding, because if I were to just succeed my whole life, how would I get better? Right. So it's like, you know, learning from those uh, those things that didn't go so well and making adjustments fast. Right. It's OK to fail. And I always tell my clients, it's, like, it's OK if you don't have a perfect 
you know, week. Like we don't, we're not striving for perfection. We're striving for consistency where um, the, the biggest thing that you can do when you fail is just to fail fast. Uh, so for me, kind of like what led me into the space of coaching was after sports was done, my, my whole identity up, up until I graduated college had been involved around sports, right? Uh, you know, uh, that was my ticket into, um, you know, getting a scholarship into college. Once I got into college, that was my ticket to uh, paying for my schooling and, and, and such forth, where once I graduated, I kind of lost that identity because it's like, okay, now what? And um, I, I let go of all any activity that I was doing because I felt like I deserved a break. And that's kind of like where I fell off. And, and I'm a skinny guy naturally. So for me, like if, if I quit working out or if I quit eating, I, I lose a lot of weight. And I had gotten, I'd gone from like you know, 165 down to like 135, 170, or 135, 140 um, after college sports. And I looked at myself and I was like, man, what am I doing? I was partying crazy because I didn't really get to party much in college because obviously I'm, I'm a part of athletics and we always have practice. We're always traveling, didn't go on spring breaks and such forth. So when I was done with school, I'm like, you know, it's time to party. And that partying lasts a little longer than it should. And that's what kind of led me into really focusing on optimizing my body and getting back in shape and uh, living a more fulfilled life with the energy levels that I knew I could have. Um, and then kind of after doing that, I jumped into bodybuilding and uh, bodybuilding was like the catalyst to me, like learning more about nutrition, how do you train and such forth. And as I began to transfer my body from going from 135 up to like 180, then I started getting people asking me questions about how did I put on muscle mass and, and such forth. And I had a coach, um, you know, I, you know, I was a product of coaching my whole life. So I knew what I needed to do. And that was to take action, find someone that I trusted to help me optimize my body, get me going in a direction to prepare me for a bodybuilding show. So I had a coach and I was just sending all these people to my coach. But then I, one day, had that epiphany. I'm like, well, I enjoy helping people. I've been a part of teams my whole life. I've, I've been captains on teams from a young age all the way through college. So now it's time for me to kind of help people and pave the way for what it looks like to transform body, your body, but not only that, your mind too, because the mind, uh, in my opinion, is way more important than whatever you'll do when it comes to transforming your body. So that's kind of how I got to where I am today. Uh, I've invested in coaches and uh, built a ton of, you know, uh, friends in the industry like yourself, JR, that have kind of just helped me along the way. And um, and yeah, now, now I'm here now still working full time at, at, a, at a corporate job that I, I do enjoy. And I always tell people, I'm like, you know, there's people are like, when you quit your job, I'm like, well, well, here's the thing. It's like, I, I don't really have a desire to quit. It's not like I hate what I do. And it's not like my job isn't supportive of my own online business. They're a thousand percent supportive of what I do when it comes to my fitness business. And it's like one of those scenarios that kind of led me into like the perfect, the perfect case to allow me to build my business in a way that's efficient and I'm doing it in a way that's sustainable. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of how I ended up where I am today in a nutshell. We can dive deeper. I know you have more questions for me, but that's just like the quick, you know, cliff notes of, you know, James Manley's life up until coaching. No, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you're hitting on like finding, well, first off, talking about your identity and a little things like that, because I'm sure you went through a little bit of identity shift when you got done with college and sports and, and things like that. Did you find that you still were able to keep a part of your identity inside when you became a fitness coach or how, how did that whole shift? Because I, I know for me personally, you, you, you know, my story and come back from Iraq and everything like that, or even just combat veterans, when they get back, why is suicide so high for, for veterans? And a lot of it is because they lose their purpose. They lose their identity of who they are and, uh, and not wearing a uniform. So for you, like, is that where you found a good way to kind of stay plugged in was 
transition from sports to being a, a fitness coach? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was more so honestly just uh, identifying purpose, right? Because I, like when I when I thought about you know what it really was when I when I identified myself as an athlete, it was because there was purpose driven behind it, right? My purpose was not necessarily to you know uh, to only be an athlete. It was like, hey, I needed to better better my uh, probability of living a successful life, and I knew that athletics was the catalyst, but my goal was to, to just be successful, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I had to really do. It was not necessarily tied, even now, I'm not tied to being a fitness coach, right? I just know a fitness coach is a catalyst to, to allow me to be successful because I'm utilizing tools that I that I uh, that I hold within my characteristic that allow me to be successful. So uh, one thing that I've that I've learned is to to not really put your identity into things that because I could lose coaching and like I could my business could start failing and I and then next thing you know I don't have a coaching business anymore, right? Um, so tying your identity to that can I, can honestly be scary, right? And and I, and I learned that lesson from tying my identity to being an athlete. So uh, what I've more so tied my identity to is, is my purpose. And uh, I think that's where a lot of people miss the mark when they take on these different roles. Even being a parent, you see these people who who are, are you know, I, I have twin boys, right? And uh, they're involved in that athletics, but I'm not living I'm not living my dreams through my kids, right? And you see that a lot of times as parents because they want their kids you know, they're, they're associating with that athlete where they feel like they need to transition their athlete over to their kids. But no, that's all you're doing is you're living in a identity that that um, that is not, you know, ultimately uh, can be taken away from at any moment. Right. So um, good question. But I would say that instead of living in an identity of like, you know, being an athlete or being a fitness coach, I'm more so living in an identity of being, you know, identifying what my purpose is in driving that every day. And what is that purpose? Uh, yeah, so I'm always down for uh, for helping others, right? Uh, the, in any capacity um, that I could always think about, I'm, I'm a huge empathizer, right? And when I, from coming from humble beginnings, I know what it feels like to struggle. I, and, and that same feeling of struggle can apply to fitness. You know, people struggle to lose weight. People struggle to gain muscle, right? Uh, people will struggle to change their mindset. So uh, my, my whole purpose is, is literally just to help people. And I know that's such a broad category, but um, it, it, is, it has been something that has allowed me to wake up every day and be excited about what I do. I know that when I wake up morning at 445, what I'm going to do is going to help someone else, you know, break through mental challenges, break through, you know, uh, uh, goals that they've, they've, they've struggled through. I know that I'm helping people each day when I wake up. So that makes me uh, motivated to, to continue to, to pursue my, my dream of, of just helping people through fitness. Right now it's through fitness, but who knows? I could change this into life coaching in a couple of years where I'm helping people go through life as I continue to experience different milestones in my own life and in, in gaining more perspective. Um, so yeah, I, I just always keep it at, you know, hey, as long as I'm waking up and I'm serving and, and, and I'm doing uh, my part when it comes to contributing to making this place, our society, a better place to be, uh, that, that's what's really drives me to, to stay consistent. Yeah, I love it because it aligns with our, my, the message that I teach every single day about we just need to go out there and serve and, and stop looking at people as a transaction, another sale or anything like that. But the one thing that people value most in life is their own personal name and who they are. And you need, and it's our job as you know being good stewards to making sure that we make people feel valued and lead them with a servant's heart. So that's an, that's an amazing purpose. I love it. it. aligns with everything that we teach, and which is awesome. So you work in a nine to five job and building your coaching business. What is working for you? And like, how are you, how are you able to balance it all? And how, and what, what are you doing now to build your business? That's allowing you to thrive in your coaching business and still work a full-time job. Yeah. That's a really good question. And a lot of, and, and I've actually had, I've actually had a job like concerned about it before. And I left that job because I'm like, 
hey, I'm like, if you can't allow me be allow me to be myself and do what allows me to feel fulfilled, I'm not going to be at my best. And if it's concerning you, then that's fine. I can always find somewhere else to go as I continue to build my business. But uh, one one way that I'm able to manage it all is is literally by just identifying time. Like a lot of people fail to really dive into their time. Um, and, and I always make my clients do this because I work with a lot of busy professionals, uh, former athletes, uh, and, and to, to be specific. But when you think about former athletes, nine times out of 10, they probably are, are, are uh, you know, high performers um, and such forth where they're in jobs that, that are high demanding. Right. So it's the, the biggest challenge in the fitness space with them transforming their bodies. A lot of time they go so hard at that one thing, right, that career, they let their bodies go. And I teach people like. How do you manage your 168? And that's how many hours you have in a week. And that's one thing that I really dive into is like managing my time, right? Like that, that's the one thing that, that we have that we will never get back no matter how much we ask for it, right? Time is that one commodity. We will never get it back. And um, I look at that as my most valuable asset is time. So um, I manage it out, you know, in the mornings, you know, I'm up at 445 and from 445 and until about 830, I'm focused on my business. You know, what's the most important task? And uh, JR, you know that from masterminds, you and I have been in before your MIT. What's that most important task that's going to help you grow your business? Um, so I'm focused on that from from three. I'm um, sorry, from uh, four forty five until about eight o'clock. And then once once eight, eight thirty hits, then I start transitioning into my work day. And uh, I'm super blessed uh, for the fact that uh, my job is I work remote. So um, it's not like I have to physically get up and drive in traffic and go to a location in order to do my job. I'm able to work from pretty much anywhere in the country, uh, which builds a lot of flexibility. Um, and, and it works out perfect for, for growing my business where from like eight thirty until about five o'clock, that's what I'm focused on my business. And, and, um, and one thing that I've really learned through having an online business is how do, how do I manage my team and stuff in an online space being fully remote, right? And it's actually benefited me where we have, you know, different tools set up in, in, at my uh, corporate job that allows us to, to remain efficient and in touch with kind of where we're at. And um, so, yeah, so, so from, from about 8 till or 8.30 to about 5 o'clock, I'm focused on my business. At 5 o'clock, I start shutting down. And then I do my workout from five to about six thirty, and then I'm back on my business until six thirty until about nine. Now I have twin boys in there, right? So that's going to bring some complexity in there. So people are probably like, "Well, how do you how do you manage your kids?" Well, I'm not married or anything, so me and my uh, kids' mother we split time, and um, they're obviously involved in athletics. So I make sure that I I map out my workouts and my and my kids' athletics or any extracurriculars that they're involved in. So then that way I'm not taking up time with them. Uh, throughout the week where uh, I'm just able to, to, to balance that out. And um, now I'm at a point where I have clients that are I'm almost at like that capacity space where I have to start building automation. So you talked about like kind of where I am in my business now is is like uh, I just hired on a new coach. So uh, I have Coach Callie, her is her name. She's a former athlete um, as well. And uh, she went to Ohio State like myself. So uh, uh, for those of you who may not know, I graduated from the Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. Um, uh, as a former athlete, I ran track there for my whole time as a Big Ten champ. And um, I've kind of tapped into that resource now as, you know, I've been removed now for 10 plus years as an athlete um, where I still have those connections and ties where I have a uh, coach that I just hired on. She just wrapped up her last season in, in, in on the gymnastics team where she's uh, pursuing her degree in, in dietetics. So bring a little mix to our team. Um, so I just hired another coach, but then uh, now I'm focused on a lot of automation. So how do I use funnels to optimize my sales process? How do I use uh, funnels to, gener uh, to generate leads? And how do I keep those leads warm through email automation? So now it's like, instead of me being, you know, tied into my DM, 
DMs and having to, to, to generate leads. I'm now focused on how do I use my corporate job, which is my number one investor into my business to help me optimize it. So, you know, I get to a place where, you know, eventually, obviously I'm going to step away from my job. I'm not quite there yet, but um, because I actually like what I do, but it hasn't, it hasn't been at a place that hasn't allowed me to, uh, A, it's not allowing me, it's not taking away from the work that I'm doing when I'm at my corporate job. And then B, it's also not stunning my growth in my business. Um, And, you know, I think those two have to balance. And then once I get to a place where, you know, either I'm not able to perform at a level that allows me to be successful at my job, then it's start. Then it's time for me to maybe question, you know, how I'm spending my time, and if it's, if it's time for me to step away from uh, from the corporate and maybe focus on my business. So yeah, you had a, a couple of really cool nuggets. Which one that I take away is like scripting your day, always having a plan. And one thing that I tell everyone is like, if without a plan, you're going to fail. So you got to have a plan of how you're going to go into each day, how to manage it. And part of the time management is blocking off the family fun stuff first. What are the things that are most important to you? that you need to get done. And for you, it's taking care of your two boys and yeah. your twin boys and make sure you're doing that. So that's something really awesome. And then the other thing that I took away is simplicity and automation. So what can you do to help automate a lot of the processes you that you can do to deliver at a high capacity for your clients while still being able to manage a life that you enjoy and that you love? Because if the thing is, if you're if you're being a slave to your business and especially as a coach you're not, and, and it's not fun to you, then why even do it in the first place? So you got to figure out the different ways. And the, the beauty of it is, is going online. Like if you're doing this in person, you couldn't automate or simplify the processes that you're doing if you were doing like an in-person type coaching. So that's the beauty of something that online coaching does. And I hope that the listeners that are hearing this, that they're not going online yet, that they are consider even looking into that option. Because I know there's a lot of disbelief of, you know, online coaching doesn't work or how to, how can you actually give the attention and the experience of the clients going online that you're not able to give in person. And uh, and to me, that's just a kind of excuses and disbelief because I know so many people, they get way better results online than they do with even in-person coaching. What has been your experience with that, with uh, with doing online coaching with your clients? Yeah, so I actually, so in uh, 2018, I stepped away from a corporate job in 2019, in the beginning of 2019, the first six months of me doing my fitness business was all in person. And um, I began to make that transition uh, August of 2019 to just go full online, where um, it, it was crazy because my in-person clients were actually doing worse than my my online clients and i and i and i was like okay like how, like dive into that a little bit like what 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 may be the reasons why and i i summed it up to i noticed that my clients that that were coming to me in person when they would see me and get that you know that quick workout in and um and, and they would see me and, I, and obviously i'm gonna hype them up during the workout sessions and whatnot they feel accomplished so in the morning they work out with me they would feel accomplished after they leave me they're like i already did my work for the day I'm, i can do whatever and now i'm focused on whatever else i have in front of me where my online clients they don't ever see me all they all they get are, is the coaching that i provide uh just through our accountability calls that we have um, they have the program that I have, and then we, and then they have like get unstuck calls where they use those calls to to stay in touch with me. Where I realized that because they weren't seeing me in person, their their accomplishment came from what they did on their own, right? So they were able to build on their own foundation of what they were learning, right? And obviously, I think as an online coach, it's really important to have that connectivity with your client because if you don't have those touch points like client check ins, um, you're not popping in and seeing how they're doing I, every week. 
you know, and, and this is a part of the automation I have built in too. Every week there's a there's a automation um, message that goes out to all of my clients midweek. Hey, just let me know where you're at on the traffic light, red, yellow, green. And they let me know where they're at on the traffic light. If they're red, they can schedule a get unstuck call with me, which they have two of those a month where they hop on a call with me like, yo, James, I'm not working out. Like, and we talk through a strategy session game plan on how to get them back on track. Right. So it's setting up tools and automation to really just have checkpoints for your clients in order for them to feel like you're there, even though you're not there right there next to them as they're working, doing their workouts. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, one thing that comes to my mind that I would I would love for you to kind of share is like if someone is working a nine to five job and they have a purpose of wanting to do, make a bigger impact on other people and have, are kind of like teasing the idea of possibly going online and starting coaching. What do, what do you have to say to that audience about possibly getting started? Like they are, they have a full-time nine to five job. They're, they're like thinking about starting an online coaching business, but just doesn't know how to take that leap of faith. What, what kind of advice can you give to those people? Yeah, man. I, I mean, honestly, it's just like, you know, who, who's your network, right? I always say like, who are the people you're surrounding yourself with, right? Because if you're around people that aren't trying to go where you're trying to go, then obviously you're not going to want to take that leap of faith because you don't have any example of what that looks like. So first thing I would say is like, look at your network. You know, social media is a great tool to really figure out like, hey, how do I surround myself in a network or what does it look like? I would say that's the first step is look around your circle and say, okay, who's around me? Why do I get this, this urge to not take that leap? Uh, or why am I not getting the urge to take the leap? Um, because that's that's probably nine times out of 10 your your audience. After that, um, I would also say, you know, um, tapping into coaching. You know, I think that's one thing that, that you know, brings people's awareness around to what's possible is if you don't know necessarily where to go, find someone that you, you, know, you know, like and trust and you, you've kind of been following. If this is something that you're passionate about, I would hope that by now you have someone that you're following that's kind of like your go to for if this is for you or not. Right. So if you found who that person is, start listening to them and then maybe even start looking at who some success stories. You know, if it's a coach, let's say you're looking at a business coach to work with because you don't know necessarily where to start. Find some people who are working with that business coach and start asking questions. Right. Like, hey, what's working for you right now in your fitness business? What was the first step that you had to take? You know, because that's the best thing you can do is ask questions. If you sit there and you just think and you internalize these thoughts, all you're going to do is create false realities, false stories, which is going to ultimately create your reality of never taking action. So I would say definitely first look at your, your audience and, and who you're hanging around and who you're surrounding yourself with. If you're not surrounding yourself with people that are going where you want to be, start figuring out how you can do that. From there, if you can't find people, hire a coach that you feel like is going to be able to point you in the right direction and then invest in yourself. Because if not, then you're just going to continue to stay stagnant, right? If you're not, if you don't have any skin in the game, you don't have anything that you're uh, you're investing in when it comes to, you know, the growth of the business that you want to start, then you'll just continue to think about it. And we know that thinking about it is the killer to anyone's success. Yeah. So three big nuggets right there is first off, it's your environment. Be around people that want to do better. Second off, hire a coach so that way you can learn and get there faster. And then third off is to don't be scared to invest in yourself. So, which yeah. I think is absolutely phenomenal. So I think you gave a hell of a lot for people that to be able to take away and listen from here. And it was awesome to be able to hear your story and what, and what you're doing, what's working for you and stuff like, but what, what is, I, one thing I ask everyone that gets on our show is like, what is their daily creed? What is the one thing that you are most committed to that your purpose, your passion that you're going to commit to be resilient, no matter what, and you show up every single day, giving your best and to have the emotional and physical discipline to complete that mission. What is that mission and that thing that you're going to commit to the most? Yeah, man. So my, my whole mission, man, is, is, is I have a I have a knack for former athletes. Right. And I know because we we are so cocky, you know, especially if you're a good athlete. Right. If you if you're an athlete that you you've like progressed your way through life, man, it's, it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I need help. Right. So I'm a huge advocate. I'm dedicated to really just helping the former athlete tap back into the one that's kind of struggling to ask for help 
really not, you know, maximizing their potential when it comes to their body um, and, and whatnot. I, I have a special place in my heart that, you know, every morning when I think about, you know, you know, who I'm who I'm serving, it's the former athlete, because I know that, you know, it is challenging one sports. No one's thinking about what happens after sports when you're in sports, because it's like that's that's you're not focused on the current goal. Right. So how can you you, you move forward? And, um, you know, every morning when I wake up, you know, 445 is it, it, I'm always passionate. And I, and I do have days where there's like, man, I got to get up. But I always go back to, you know, not only, you know, my why, uh, but then also who I'm impacting, you know, because that's so important. My why is is 100% revolved around my kids and showing them a different way to uh, be successful in life. But then uh, my passion is, you know, helping former athletes, you know, live healthier lives. Uh, so then that way they can, they can enjoy other aspects. You know, fitness, I, I believe, is a catalyst to success in other areas of your life, right? Whether that's your career, your relationships, uh, with your, your spouse, your kids, um, being able to do things that maybe you never, it all starts with fitness. And then once you start accomplishing the goals, when it comes to your body, then what ends up happening, you start building confidence because you start looking how you desire to look. You start seeing that you are able to accomplish goals. And then people, when, uh, you know, you go into your, your, your work environment, they're like, Hey, like, you know, it looks like you've been working out. I've noticed you've lost weight or I've noticed you put on some muscle. Like, what are you doing? They see you as an authority figure before you even say a word, because they know that you're, you're taking care of yourself. So I'm super passionate about, helping, you know, former athletes, but anyone in general, I have general population, you know, clients that never played sports too as well, uh, where I'm just passionate about helping them, you know, change their body for the better, because I know once they focus on that, then other things will fall into place, man. And it's so crazy how much more respect you'll get when, when people see that you take care of your body. If you don't take care of your body, people see it. And they're like, okay, if they're not taking care of their body and they're sloppy, it's probably like, how can I trust them to take care of other, other things in their life, right? And, and that's just um, really one thing that that I've noticed too. And, and, and with my clients, they're always like, you know, once they, their body starts getting in shape and once they have more energy, they're able to perform better at work and they're getting promotions and stuff. So it's like, you know, if you're not taking care of your body, how is that impacting you? What are the what are the consequences that you're not thinking about from from not showing up for yourself? So my, my creed is, is is just definitely showing up, you know, every day for, you know, the former athlete, but more so just anyone that's just trying to uh, live a healthier life. Love it. If someone wanted to reach out to you, Bailey, for some fitness consulting and uh, be able to hire you as, as their coach or just ask questions on on anything that you spoke about today, what's the best way they can reach you? Yeah, so the best way I'm a huge Instagram guy, so you can uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram name is jamesmanley underscore. My last name is spelled M A N and is a Nancy L E Y. And uh, dot underscore is where you can find me. But um, yeah, so yeah, hit me up on Instagram. I'll follow you back. Shoot me a DM. Let me know you, you heard me on uh, the Creed podcast and, and we'll connect then. Very awesome. Well, thank you so much, James, for being on here, sharing your story and who you are. And and those listening, you know, if you ever were teasing the idea of wanting to, to start an online coaching business while you're working in nine to five and just don't know how to get started. You know, James is definitely a good example of that it is possible and that you can do it. And uh, and there's definitely ways that you can can get moving and kind of get started. So thank you, James, for joining us on our Daily Creep podcast show. It was definitely a blessing to have you. And to all the listeners out there, stay tuned for more episodes to come and have a great day. Simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creep podcast show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.